This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 211 of The Real Word. Word is up. 211. 211. It's like the you 203. Like? It's, not, it's not like the 203. That I know. Been... 211, though. Go check that episode like out. Like 211. All right. Let, let's, 211. Let's jump right in today and tackle this first topic. Mm -hmm. I've seen this in the headlines a whole bunch where home sales have dropped. If you're a consumer... You may read that a different way. We'll, we'll get into all the ways a, a consumer could read that. Pending home sales dip amid anticipated retreat in demand. Last part's a little interesting too. This is an Inman article. The number of homes that went pending in January, a leading indicator of future sales, fell 9.5% year over year, according to data released Friday by National Association of Realtors. We are so, BFFs. Yeah, I love NAR. You love them. Love, love to get out of them. So if you could <laughs> tell me when you hear that, mm -hmm. if you were putting your consumer hat on, how consumer do you think? Hat on. How do you think they hear that? The ever the average homeowner or mm -hmm. renter in mm -hmm. this country when they mm -hmm. when they hear home mm -hmm. sales are dropping or mm -hmm. they dip mm -hmm. year over year, mm -hmm. what does that mean? If I'm a consumer, yeah. what am I thinking? What do you think that that means? They're probably to thinking them? that the market is slowing down. Mm. Yeah. And in this headline on Inman yeah. is saying that there's a retreat in demand. Yeah, I don't. I'm not aware of any retreat in demand. You're not feeling are, the retreat. Are you feeling a retreat? Talk to agents across this country in every market. They're feeling absolutely no retreat in Zero demand. Zero retreat in demand, despite the fact that January of 2022 had less pending sales mm -hmm. than January of 2021. Right. It also had a little less home sales in total. Right. But you're seeing home prices go. Up. Right. Why is that? Uh, mostly because of the supply. Did you go yeah. over the numbers? Yeah, the you supply. You pulled up some of the numbers. Well, I pulled up RMLS. There's fewer homes for sale, There's which is why there are sale. fewer contracts being being executed. Interestingly enough, this Inman article doesn't actually get into that. Nobody commented well, on because, this Well, because no one, no, that's not a headliner, you know? Wait, well, does anyone comment? I like the comments. Nobody commented. Say, nobody commented because no. they're like, yeah, this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> you just this think it's boring. baloney. It's total baloney. The overall change in sales for new and existing homes would amount to 2.4% drop in transactions is what Fannie Mae's predicting for this year. So mm -hmm. Fannie Mae is already saying that despite the fact that they're saying home prices are going to go up between 7 and 8%, right. that overall transactions are going to go down. Mm -hmm. There's less homes to pick from. There's right. less inventory. There's less homes for sale yeah. in total. So that is a reason why. Because we're looking at, so that this is saying that there was, uh, what did it say at the top? I'm sorry, 9% decrease. 9.5% yeah. decrease. So then January we looked So we, then we looked at our, our state and it was, what was it? 6%? We were down 6%. 6% so slightly But then the, our supply though was down year over year, 19. Yeah, uh, yeah. Our supply was way down. Double, almost double the double. This same article says the entire Northeast saw a 12% monthly decline in pending home sales in January. So mm -hmm. Northeast, we were referring to Connecticut, so yeah. that was Well, I was just going specific, because that's really all that we have direct access to through our MLS, but. NARS pending sales index fell approximately 6% in both the Midwest and the South. So you tell us in the comments, are you seeing less homes sell? And do you think that is a retreat in demand? Or is that just more of a factor of how many homes are available? There are still homes available. There are homes available. I mean, it's a lot less than last year. Yes. It's the lowest of all time. Mm -hmm. But wouldn't all the homes just immediately sell out if demand was as high as maybe last year? 
or no? I don't know. I mean, we have homes that are on the market. Are they bad homes? Are they on the market no. for a reason? Well, they're specific homes. Like they're specific. Like we're talking about like high end condos that not everyone mm. wants to live in. Mm. Yeah. Well, I love the high end condos. No, I, 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 I enjoy. I, I enjoy know you do. Where they're clean condo. and the air is and the air is not, you oh know, salted with dust. I sound. Na- I'm living in a construction zone. You're sleeping on a you're, couch. You're really not. You've I'm, been here for <laughs> eight hours, and it's winter. He's. He's joined winter. Sleeping on paint buckets. <laughs> I just have a right now in my house. I have two paint buckets, paint five buckets. gallon paint buckets, and a bench, and I'm sleeping on it. That's the situation I'm in. You don't even have five gallon paint buckets. Yeah. Those aren't even in your home right now. I'm living in chaos. You can, you know, you you want to live in chaos? Yeah. Come on over to Fifty Five no. Water. No, I'm not going to the to the White House. Come on, hang out over at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the market has undergone a three-month decline in the number of pending uh, agreements between buyers and sellers, a leading indicator of how many home sales may be finalized in the coming weeks. So these pending sales mean for sure we're going to see less mm-hmm. than the seven-plus million transactions we saw last year mm-hmm. in 2021. In this year, this is a leading indicator to that. Mm-hmm. The reason I believe is because we are just dealing with so little inventory, but you tell us why do you think pending home sales and actual home sales are dropping into comparison to last year. All right, let's go to racket number two. No, oh, it's. I, I think you don't sound easily, but I think it's taking your like your. It's taking energy your, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I spoke for an hour in the other room. Uh, maybe so. that's why. You left all right. it all there. You let it all out. I didn't leave it. I'm bringing it all right here. Bring and it we, in. We've got two more segments. So racket number two: How the Russia-Ukraine war could affect U.S. housing and economy. Got this question on an Instagram DM the other day, somebody said, how do you think when the war kind of broke out mm-hmm. or the invasion, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're calling it a People war. Are really, it a war or an invasion? No, I don't, it's not, it's not a, it's not a, it's not, I would not call it a war yet. Okay. Not yet. We got the general over here. Okay. Well, I'm definitely not the general. I, my children have lots of questions. Luckily I'm married to a history teacher. Oh, wow. So we refer, we refer to him for the breakdown. All, all questions. There's a lot of history here, obviously. And all questions go to Mr. White. It's an awful thing, mm-hmm. uh, and it's really kind of hard to cover because it is rather tragic. It's but multifaceted. Got this DM where it's. I like, love that they think that you you're the you are the historian of real estate. Yes, I am. Okay. Of real estate. So was this a young a young lad that asked just, this? It was just a great agent out there. Yeah. And has it, he has he asked you questions in the past? Uh, no, I don't I, listen. I'm just a, trying to get. Full I can look up picture. exactly who it was. No, no, it's fine. I don't need to know who it is. I just I want to. Uh, so I got the question on on my DM. Okay, recently. Well, I mean the war is pretty recent here. Well, I mean it's well over a week. Yeah, it was in the last week. Okay. And they just asked me, "Do you think this is going to impact housing?" Hmm. My initial response was no. Yeah. I just don't. I, I don't believe this is going to impact the housing market where we're dealing so you mean with it all inventory. like flat like it's not going to affect it at all up down all around there's too many too, too many texts now. too many um, dms send the, me a dm at the boy is Love on to hear from you. fire over here no not true all right <laughs> let's go through their reasons this is a realtor mag yep. article um they they started off talking about the luxury real estate market mm-hmm. may feel the disruption the most is financial resources uh, financial resources home buyers use to pay for the home purchase, such as stocks and crypto, mm-hmm. have been volatile since the conflict began. They've been volatile before the conflict. They for were volatile sure. all year. So yes. been dealing with that. The global unrest could give American consumers the jitters and prompt them to cut back on spending and economic activities. This is according to a New York Times report. 
Now, Mark Zandi, chief economist at Moody's Analytics, he told Realtor.com that there's a number of different ways in which Russia's actions mm -hmm. will hurt housing. Okay. So here are the ways that this Russia invasion of Ukraine will hurt housing, according to Matt Mark Zandi, the mm -hmm. chief economist at Moody's. The conflict could put more pressure on rising oil and food prices, which in turn could weigh more heavily on consumers' household budgets. Of course. Russia is the second largest oil producer in the world. Mm -hmm. And although U.S. imports little Russian oil, the conflict uh, could royal global energy markets. And everyone's reports. been pretty much talking about that. That's yeah. pretty consistent. And, and so that's where everybody's going with this, where you know more inflation on top of inflation with right. oil and food prices is going to constrict buyers' budget mm -hmm. so much that all of a sudden it's going to hurt housing. I don't see it. We have one out of four buyers right now are investors mm -hmm. that are using cash. Right. Then we see a whole bunch of non-investor buyers, home-occupied buyers using cash. In 2021, one out of two deals was almost a cash deal. There's lots of cash. So There's you've got a cash ton around. of people still right now buying homes cash. I don't think you know, a 2X on the cost of milk is going to impact that buyer. Well, so take out half of the buyers. Yeah, well, I mean, because they're, they're paying for that milk, whether they're in home A yeah. or in home B. So if we're going to look at the person that's living paycheck to paycheck, that's trying to buy a below median house yes. in their market, Yeah. well, the home value shooting up is hurting them more than the cost 100%. of milk. 100%. Well, and then the rate. And then the rate, which here's how I think this in the short term will help will actually help real estate yep. is the rate if you're following the 10 year since this broke out it's been going down right went down again today it's down uh an another tenth of a point today it's at 1.7 we hit over two before this broke out on the 10 year the 30 year fixed mortgage rate follows the 10 year closely so if I'm looking at that, I'm thinking over the next couple months, we're going to see an interest rate that's not going to blow past four and could actually dip down again, mm -hmm. which would help people buying right now, which would right. help housing affordability over the next quarter. Right. That's where I see this going. I don't see the milk and the oil. Obviously, gas prices and oil go to some absurd number. Yeah. And there's things that our administration can do to kind of keep that mm -hmm. down, mm -hmm. whether they will or not yeah. remains to be seen. But I don't see this outside, you know, this expands into some crazy, we'll have to get the historian on. We would have to get the historian on, This yes. goes into like something mm -hmm. beyond what's happening right yes. now, which is the fear. Well, if, yes. Sure, all bets Years. are off. That's your, that's that, the, yes. All bets are off that. Happens. Yeah, I would rather refer to the historian. Because hmm. he says things, it's sort of like, it's sort of like telephone, you know? From you the history books to your yes to your lips, it's and a telephone, it, and then it, and then it's like, oh, martinis at the bar, you know, like that's like that, go, <laughs> you know, like so. We're better off probably hearing it directly. But martinis at the bar, are uh, <laughs> you doing Russian vodka? Or yes or no? You are Russian, right? I am actually part Russian and part Ukraine. So my grandfather, oh. my grandfather was one hundred percent Russian, what? and my grandmother was one hundred percent Ukrainian. She so. had you had to uh, sneak have, the Ukrainian. In. I've got both. I've got both yeah. of me and me. Yeah. Both so in the comments, should we should we uh, cancel Nicole White? She's part Russian. Cancel me. Should we cancel her? In the comments, <laughs> let me know. You've been looking for an excuse to cancel me, so this yeah, may this may be your perfect excuse. Uncancelable. Yes. All right, marketeer of the week. We got a Tom Tool. Love it. You knew it as soon Inman as, as I mean you. As soon as I started talking about this article, you knew exactly 
It was like your, well, you I guys heard, have like this. I like, actually didn't know it was his article, but I said, that's got to be Tom Tool's writing just because of the way you, you were, you know, he put the words in here. I know, I know. I know Tom Tool's language quite you, you, quite well. Clearly you do. Tom Tool, if you don't know him, number one uh, team, mainline Philadelphia, uh, just incredible. Okay, so follow him on Instagram because yeah. he always posts the most beautiful pickle sandwiches. Pickle sandwiches? I've yes. actually seen that. What? What else is on it? Turkey? They're, no, 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 no. They're like the bread is a pickle. Oh. Like instead of it being bread, it's a yeah. pickle. Too much pickle for me. What? You're wrong. Yeah. You're much. wrong. I like pickle on my I sandwich. believe and he has to he could probably Burger. correct me, but I think it's a seasonal place because he had I he had he doesn't I feel like he only is Oh, he pays it. for this. Yes. I thought he was making it. I thought he was making it. No, the he goes sandwich. to like this deli and he All gets right. these pickle sandwiches. So this can be really it's the only time I think I ever slide into his DMs is when he's eating his pickle sandwiches. Wow. Mm -hmm. Talking about sliding and pickles. Okay, and... nope, nope, nope. You're <laughs> Get a you're, little crazy. You are. All right, Tom Tool uh on Inman. We'll link it up. This is a really good article for the market we're dealing with right for now sure. as agents. Six creative way ways to mm -hmm. reboot a chili lead. You and I are gonna pick our favorite of the six. Okay. okay, I love it. Number one, send a personalized video email with your credentials. Okay, I don't, I, can we go through each of them? I don't love that, but that's me. Well, I would go through each one, but you jumped Sorry. right in there. Let's go. Like a freaking hot potato. Well, cause I'm not a lover of filming myself. All right, number two. Yes. Send a handwritten note to the potential seller. Yeah. Number three, mm -hmm. follow up with a sales with sales data and mm -hmm. relevant market information. Okay. Number four, send a monthly market update. Okay. Number five, send automated market updates using your CRM. Okay, that's a good way to drip. And number six, be the knowledge broker. Be the knowledge broker. Okay, mm -hmm. so you want me to go deeper on any of these? You got your favorite, what do you, what do you think? Um, read them again. All right, number one. <laughs> I'm kidding. What is number one though? Number one was the one you hit is personalized pers video yeah, 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 yeah. with your email credentials. So I guess where I guess where I always dive deep is 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 number six, the knowledge broker. But in in in, in for me, what becomes a little bit more authentic is like going in deep with like the actual house, like paint color. You know, if someone wants to renovate a bathroom, is it is it something that they should be doing. What's the return? Right. Kitchen. Like, hey, Nicole, I'm thinking about selling my kitchen, and, you know, um, doing my kitchen, but I want to sell in five years. Like, what do you think I should do so that it's the most marketable? So I dive deep there or people are constantly coming to me asking me for names of plumbers or asking me for names of electricians. So that's where I become the, no the knowledgeable broker. That, and you also do a great job of knowing what's happening every single day yes. in the moment of the towns that you work in. 100%. This just came on. She sold that for X. Every agent, and so I, I'll tend to agree with you here on, on this mm -hmm. out of the six that, but I think that should just be a given. You should be the knowledge broker in your market. Right, because if, well. You, you I, should know what sold for what and yeah. be able to bring that up in a conversation for sure. automatically because yes. you studied your market. Well, and I actually, I, I'm obsessed with knowing the agents that listed them and that bought them too. Yeah, I mean, you know I, the agents. I, I'm obsessed with that because then I, I kind of know like how it went down or like why it was priced that way or what they were kind of thinking. This, what this does when you do that, when you, give that type of data to yeah. a seller is they're like, wow, she's so in the know. Nicole, you have this inside baseball, this insider information that mm -hmm. I need yeah. to be able to go to the next step. Right. And so you delivering that builds that trust with that person trying to make an investment 
or a purchase yeah. and they automatically want to work with you. Well, and I think that you have to do that too because if you're going to send that letter, like I love a handwritten note, but if you don't have anything after that handwritten note, like what if they actually call you? And you don't have the what knowledge. What the flip yeah. are you going to say afterwards? So I do think it's the most important because again, you know, if you're if, if you're asking them to reach out to you because you they need advice or hey, reach out to me yeah. for advice or if you need like you're working on out like and you don't actually have anything to follow through with that, I mean, you're kind of at a standstill. So again, and all of these things are really important, um, but I, I think that being the knowledgeable, knowledgeable broker is going to be the most important. I mean, it's you got you to know what's going on. I think it is the most important because if you don't have the knowledge, it's going to be hard to convert. Yeah. But to answer his question, to reboot a chili lead, mm -hmm. I'm going to go with either number three or four, follow up with sales data and relevant market yep. information being number three or number four. Sending a monthly mark market update. I, the market but, update is, I mean, that's even the CRM uh, one, like a drip campaign. Uh, like that's how I met most of our developers is from uh, drip campaigns. I want to do it in a way that grabs attention that's unique from what other people are doing. So yeah. if I'm looking at a certain neighborhood, I want to list all of the sales mm -hmm. in that neighborhood. Like yeah. just, just not pretty. Right. You know, and this is where we make a mistake. Not pretty, uh, a lot of agents make mistakes. I want it ugly. Like I just want a printout of the MLS with all the yeah. lines. And then I just want to circle in those 10 sales. Your house would sell here. Okay. And then here's the numbers to back it up on the bottom of the sheet. Like I want scribble on it. Yeah. I want it to look like okay. back of the napkin stuff. Go deliver it personally, door knock it, and give it to that person. Here it is, That's, signed. Like your, like your signature will be on there. Put your autograph on put there. Some signature on there. Maybe Tom a $5 tools, gift card to like Put, put the, the credentials on there. Yeah. And take that kind of action. And then once you get there, if you're studying the market as well as Nicole is, if you're Josh Flag style where you can roll through Beverly Hills and say, yeah. that person owns that house and she owns this one and he paid this for this. Once you get to the house, and you've got their attention to hook, like right. your house would sell here, yeah. and then you can speak that language, right. game over. Yeah, I mean, it's all try. It's all try. I mean, God, back to the basic, trust, yeah. you know? Exactly. I love it. Good hey, job, Tom. Josh Flagg, do you watch his TikTok, by the way? I don't. He's gonna, be like... a, he's gonna be a marketeer soon. Yeah? Yeah. Because of his TikTok? Yeah. I still, so I need to, I'm, I'm, all right. All right, we're teasing that out. We're going to talk about Josh Flagg's TikTok maybe as early I as next week. I lose days in TikTok. He's you'll lose days. Like I lose days. A lot of hours watching Josh Flagg. Right now TikTok. I'm hooked on this girl that she pretends to be like all of her all of her body parts. Like she's her stomach and like she's asking the like, "Hey body, like why would you only give me a piece of white bread?" But then she says like the vodka. It's, I'm hooked. I have to also I'll show it to you. This sounds ridiculously insane. Why do we have tequila in the fridge? Why are you dressed like that? Why is she dressed like that? I'm going out. But it's seven o'clock. Yeah, and? We're just going to a shop, right? No, we're going out, out. Are we getting food? No, we're going to get drunk. You can't drink. You've not fed me. What? No, you said we weren't going to drink again. Relax. We're just going for a quiet one. No, you're lying. Last time you said that, I nearly died. We're going to do shots, right? No. No, we can't go through this again. I've just recovered. I promise. We're just having one. One bottle? Oh my God, you want me to die. Will you pack it in? Stop winding her up. You're a murderer. I'm not a murderer. You're being so dramatic. No, I'm not. What have you eaten today? She's only given me a slice of toast today. That's not enough. I'm going to drown. <sighs> oh, here we go. I'm never going to recover from this. Why am I bald? All right. In the comments, uh, let us know what you think. What's your best way to... Uh, Maybe Bobby will pop it up. I'll, I'll pop her up. Warm, we'll pop up her up, Bobby. A, warm up a chili lead. <laughs> what do you think of the Russia-Ukraine mm. conflict? Will that impact housing?
And if home sales pendings and sales are down in your market, has it impacted price? And do you believe it's just because of inventory or some other issue? Love to hear from you guys. Keep it real. We'll see you next week. See you guys.